Pai, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. and thank you for coming today. Um, I have the amazing privilege to be working with and talking to Leonie Percy today. And Leonie is a business mentor for mamas, a yoga and mindfulness teacher, podcaster, speaker, author, and change maker. Leonie works with beautiful mamas, teaching them mindfulness and guiding them to create a beautiful business that lights them up so they find more joy in their motherhood. Leonie teaches mamas how to be mindful so they manage motherhood, how to practice mindfulness, how to create a business they love, how to be magnetic so they manifest the life they desire and how to monetize their gifts. So welcome, Leonie. It's such an honor to have you here today and I welcome you to Enlightened Conversations. Yeah, I know. It's so exciting. I'm I'm so excited too. I feel like I have Enlightened Conversations every day. (laughs) So so I'm like, I'm always like, we should be recording these conversations. They're so amazing. So yay for you um, for having the, you know, light bulb idea of recording conversations and sharing them with the world. It's, um, it's such a beautiful way to, I guess, I mean, I feel like we're all mentors you know, no one's better than anyone else. We all have our own journeys and stories and we're all mentoring and guiding each other. So it's, it's really beautiful. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm really lucky to be um, co-creating with Michelle Lightworker, who is the one who thought and created this amazing way to connect like-minded women. So it's just been a pleasure and I love it. Like, I honestly love talking to amazing women like yourself. And because after each session, honestly, like I'm lit up. I feel so inspired. I feel so connected. And then I can't wait for the next one. So I, again, today I would love to really talk to you, Leonie, about you and what you do and how you came about doing what you did. Because I know previous to this, it was a different life for you, um, especially how you're mentoring women and how to where you are today. So how did that start? Like, how did you get into doing what you're doing? What, What was that change? Yeah, look, um, okay, we all connect through stories. Mm. So I have a story and it's one of heartbreak and it's one of joy, like all great stories. So, look, I've been a mama for eight years. My little boy just turned eight last week and we had this full-on Harry Potter party and I have to say, absolutely loved it. So much magic. Like, we made wands, there were broomsticks, there was potions. It was, it was awesome. I fully was in my element um, with, that, with that theme. Um, so, yeah, I've been a mama for eight years. And my motherhood journey has been one of joy and one of struggle, like every mama out there. So, when Lael was born, I had a very traumatic birth. Emergency cesarean absolutely wasn't what I'd visualised with my whale, you know, whale noises. And, you know, he's just going to, it's going to, I'm going to have an orgasm and he's going to come out. That, that didn't happen. Um, and then I just found motherhood. Uh, I'd gone from a very corporate career. I'd worked for Yellow Pages. I'd worked for brands, you know, like Google and done a lot of ad sales and made millions of dollars for advertising companies. And, you know, motherhood was just so um, overwhelming, so out of my control. Like, like most career women who have babies, um, I really loved it, but I felt quite disconnected. And then 
we actually went overseas. Uh, my ex-husband now <laughs> um, was, uh, yeah, we worked overseas and it was just quite stressful. And when we got back, by the time Leo was two, we, we, we separated. And it was just horrendous. It was just, I had no idea. I just thought my ex was stressed, you know. Um, he, had a, he actually had a mental breakdown. It was all very difficult and traumatic. Anyway, fast forward six years. And we've just moved from Sydney to Brisbane. Um, and we moved here because my ex-husband's moved here. And we really believe in co-parenting. We really believe that you've got to put all your own issues aside and be, you know, the best people you can be. And we've all moved on. I've repartnered. So my son has a sister, Luna. That's our daughter with my beautiful man. Who, and I'm engaged as well. And then my ex-husband has a son and his wife, Sophie. And it's quite bizarre because we all get on really well. Like my ex-husband and my partner, like they love to pickle and vegetables and they talk about that together and they want to go diving together. And my son's stepmom, she's, she's a yoga teacher as well. And it's, it's all a bit kind of crazy, right? Like we really hang out and get on well and there's no... Um, it's a little weird sometimes, but in general, we've come to a really good space. Um, and I'm really proud of that. So that's my journey. There was a divorce um, and it was very difficult and very heartbreaking. And I really lost my sense of joy and connection to the world. But with a dedicated yoga practice and my love of mindfulness, which I'm now so passionate about teaching, I guess I went on this soul searching journey. And that led me to buy my first business, which was a kids yoga franchise called Yoga Bugs. And I had a whole team of teachers teaching this in childcare and schools. Loved that. Then I created my own business, which was working a lot more with mums and running regular retreats. Um, really, really teaching mums how to use mindfulness as such a powerful tool in motherhood and also teach their kids mindfulness. And then I did a business course, which taught me how to, you know, I published Mother Om through that program and that's helped thousands of women and mothers who actually even women who aren't even mums because it's the divorce story and how I kind of overcame that um and yeah that's then sort of manifested into me becoming a business mentor and then I also uh, have my own podcast now because everyone loves audio mums are super busy um so audio is great and then I just uh, have just actually partnered with another very powerful magnetic mama who's a mindfulness coach and an author and we're now creating a business together and this is really lighting me up this is going to empower and and change the lives of so many mums and so that literally happened last week and so I'm really excited about 2017. Awesome well it just sounds thank you for sharing your story and and again so many women can relate to what you what you went through and whether they're doing it now or have gone through it and, you know, knowing that that traumatic time in their lives, they, they can actually work through it. And you have the tools and the knowledge to help them through that if they seek help, you know, if they seek that guidance and that mentoring, isn't it? Like it's allowing women to really um, open up themselves to being vulnerable and accessing their feelings and then asking and seeking ways on how to heal themselves and create a whole, themselves as a whole person again and their family, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, I wrote my book when I was a single mum. Mm. Um, it was a time of real struggle and a time of real challenge. But what's come out of that and is an award-winning book and an award-winning business. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's amazing. And I, yeah. you know, whether, whether you're a single mum or your partner works away or you just feel alone in motherhood, it doesn't really matter kind of what your situation is. It's all internal. It's all about how you show up and how you live your life. And these beautiful qualities of forgiveness and compassion and gratitude and peace 
this is what we need to cultivate towards ourselves for us to then be able to live a life full of joy and love. You know, we need, it's like a seed. Love grows um, with water and food and sunshine. And we need to spend time with each other. This is how we cultivate all these beautiful qualities. And I, I was a single mom for three years and I fully manifested my partner. I waited. I knew exactly what I wanted. I called him in, you know, it was really extraordinary. And just with this new business, I fully was sitting in meditation and I called it in. Like within 10 minutes, I had a, an email from someone saying, I want to start a business with you. Like extraordinary. And this is the life I live now. It's intuitive. It's following the energy. It's following my heart and it's following my soul purpose. And I really want to inspire other uh, women, especially mothers, to really follow their truth and shine their light because that's how we make global change. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. It, it's a gorgeous way to be. And everyone, I think every woman needs to know that they have their own inner wisdom. They have their own knowledge, their passion that they can connect to and actually create a life from as well. And what I'd like, to ask you now, Leonie, I guess is, you know, you've gone through a huge change to get where you are, you know, with your, your amazing book and your wonderful, you know, nourishing business. But how did you do that? Like when you're in that time of, you know, um, disconnect or, you know, just feeling really hurt and traumatized and unsure of where to go, what was it that helped you through that you know was it your intuition and did you know what intuition was you know what I mean like was it that that was guiding you and how did you allow that to shape your life or move you forward through what you were going through yeah look it was it was yoga and mindfulness without question and it started very much for me physically so we go to yoga and we stretch and we release and we clear our chakras and we lie on the floor at the end and feel really peaceful for about three minutes until we go back outside. Right. But for me, I'd go and I'd do yoga and I would actually cry and I would physically release tension. And I was actually going to power yoga at the time. I was quite dedicated. I'd go twice a week and it would really help me process the emotions that were, that were so, um, they really dominated me. You know, it was like, I'd be okay. And then a song would come on the radio and I would just be like in floods of tears. It was, it was, I really couldn't control the grief that came from the divorce of having my family that just broke it just almost broke overnight and then it was it, you know it takes such a long time to try and fix that and I, I realized that it was actually me that needed fixing so um, look yoga for me was a very powerful tool and now I'm really passionate about teaching yoga in the sense of what it means spiritually so mums don't have time to go to yoga that's just another thing they have to do so I took the philosophy and the teachings and was able to then apply that to motherhood and apply that to life. So it was about cultivating self-love. It was about being compassionate to ourselves in our thoughts, in our words, being really compassionate to our children. Um, you know, gratitude was a big game changer for me. The more I was grateful for my situation and grateful for my health and grateful for everything in my life, I was able to raise my vibration and live in that space and live in my heart as opposed to the, my head, which was just toxic and not saying nice things. And like my confidence was just shot to pieces, you know, at 35 to be a single mum. I've been with my ex-husband for nine years and, you know, it was just a real like, massive life-changing situation. So my love of yoga became a very spiritual practice and that led me to mindfulness and mindfulness is just the power of presence mm -hmm. and we struggle to be present. And I use mindfulness as such a powerful tool in business because I worked on my book every day for a year. 
I, my online program, I worked on it, you know, every day for a year. My podcast, that's all I focused on. And I launched it and I've got my, I mean, my second series now and it's had, you know, well over two and a half thousand downloads. Um, my mental program, you know, we all want to kind of do 10 things. And I, I don't believe multitasking is helpful. Yes, as a mother, we need to multitask. You know, we can do the cleaning and we can listen to a podcast. But when we're really focusing on our creative energy, I really believe that we need to do one thing and we need to do it really well. Like my new business I've created, I will focus all my energy into that because I know that that's how I'll bring the income in that I need. Because at the moment, we're living in Brisbane and my, my fiancé is not working. So I'm actually the sole provider for my family right now. That, that's huge. You know, that's, yeah. that's pretty big. I'm so determined to monetize what I'm doing and make it work. So I will put all my energy into this mm-hmm. until that starts to bring in enough income and then I can focus on other things. And I think we get so distracted um, with Facebook and I have to do this and I have to do that. And we're wearing so many hats all the time. So, look, yoga and mindfulness still to this day is such a powerful tool to live your most authentic life and to, you know, get things done, to be really productive um, and, and to make real change. So that's my journey. It's just the power of presence. That's amazing. And, you know, to really, I guess, isn't it trusting yourself? And it always comes down to trust, surrender and faith. You know, yeah. it's, it's so true because when we don't, trust in what we're doing we don't have the confidence and we're not putting in that effort then too you know what i mean we're not dedicating ourselves to what it is that we believe in is it like you know what i mean like we can dabble in things but when we dabble it seems to be you know a hit and miss kind of thing you get something sometimes but then it's not but if you're consistently um I guess, practicing, consistently faithful and surrendering, you know, being in that, that mindset of gratitude as well. It's all about being consistent. And it could be simple as just starting, you know, one minute a day, isn't it? And then just yeah. growing that muscle and um, with yeah. all of it and doing yoga once a week or something. And then, you know, getting courses where it teaches, teaches you how to be mindful. It's, you know, being really proactive in your well-being and taking that time and releasing that, I guess, the guilt um, and those self-limiting beliefs. And because I think the hardest thing is to just show up to start with, isn't it, for yourself? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's funny because my, my book is called Mother Om, but then it's connect with yourself and your child in one mindful moment a day. That's yeah. all you need. Yeah. You need one moment of connection. And then as you start to practice that, it becomes two moments and three moments. And then you're living your life. You're just finding joy everywhere because you've trained your brain to look for joy. You, you, it's like we just got this, uh, we've got this amazing downstairs space in our house and we've got hammocks down there. And, you know, it's just amazing. We've got mandalas and dream catchers. And, and you know, I, I sort of swing in my hammock and I've got my little daughter, she's almost two. And I just feel so much joy in that situation. And so I'll go down there and I'll be like, I want to swing in that hammock as often as I can because every time I go there, I just feel joy. Mm. And it doesn't matter what it is, but it can be baking, it can be doing, um, you know, knitting, it, it can be business. Like, I, that's why I became a business mentor. I get so much joy from my business. Like, I, like you, I feel so inspired and so lit up and so motivated to change the world when I have beautiful conversations with people like you and on my podcast. And it, it's like there's such a big shift going on at the moment. It's really an amazing time to be an entrepreneur, to be a woman, you know, to be spiritual. And so the more we can live in that space, 
and in our heart space and not in that fear mindset. And look, there's nothing wrong with fear. Like I use fear as a teacher. When I feel really fearful, I go there. Like publishing a book is like scary. You're putting your heart on a bit of paper and people are going to read it and judge you. You know, creating anything new is scary. Like for me, falling in love again after being so heartbroken was so scary. But I was like, but this is, you know, this is what I need. This is what this is, you know, I, I, I want to be in a partnership. Um, and actually, it was very, very lovely. I got interviewed on the radio on a lovely Kindling Kids radio um, just for Valentine's Day because the host is a friend of mine and we've done a few things together. And she said, you and your partner are the most loving couple I know. And I was like, that's so beautiful because we do. We're out there. We're like really loving each other online, offline. We want to be a great role model. You know, it's all about love cultivating love and we need more of it we need more love more joy more gratitude more self-acceptance more peace i feel mums need it the most yeah we all need it yeah definitely and and how did that uh, i guess again that's sharing your um you know with being on valentine's day and and sharing your partnership your role modeling not just for your children and for others and i guess you're it's it's being every person in their life, they can be that light for someone else, can't they? You know Absolutely. what I mean? And yeah, and it's letting go of fearing what people might say about your life, fearing that, you know, if you put, you're too happy that something might go wrong or people might comment on that too. It doesn't matter. It's about cultivating that confidence and that the feeling inside of you is too, too good of a feeling to let anything else affect that, isn't it? And just sharing that. And when we start sharing, living our truth, being honest um, to others around us as well as who we are, we are able, we create that space for others to then do the same for themselves, isn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, it's scary sometimes to, to listen to our light, but what I really love about darkness and light is that you, you know, when, when there is darkness in your, in your life, that's where you can see the light because yes. That's, that's how you see the light, through the cracks, right? Through the darkness. So without the darkness, without the struggle, you won't find light. So that's what I find really joyful and really beautiful because, of course, we all have challenges. And, yeah. like, I've had moments in my life where I have handed over large sums of money that I didn't have. Um, my kids' yoga business was $26,000, right? That's how much it cost me. And I was a single mom and I didn't have the money. But it was like the light inside of me was screaming, do this, do, you know, this is it, right? Like I had gone back to work full time. My little boy had gone into care five days a week. Just, he was only, not even two years old. I was like, this is not what I want. You know, this is not good for me and it's not good for him. And so I started my own business and, and I bought a franchise because it was like, here's the website, here's the program, like, of course, I then created my own business and I, you know, that's the journey. Um, but I didn't have the money and it was a, it's a great story because we were trying to sell a property that we had in Bondi that we bought together and it wasn't selling. It was bizarre. It was like this beautiful apartment in Bondi. So I went to India for a month and I did yoga every day and I forgot about it and I came back and it had sold over the asking price. I got $100,000, you know, to then I've invested a lot of that into my business and you just go, that was meant to flow. You know, and then there was another moment where I'm st I went along to this business um, like day where there's all these mentors on the stage and um, this is key person of influence. This is the business course because we need help in business. We need mentors and coaches to help and guide us 
I believe we are our own teacher in terms of it's internal um, to follow our inner wisdom. But when it comes to business, I, I do feel like we need guidance. I, yeah, uh, you know, unless we're just naturally amazing at business, there's so much you need to learn. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, I then got my credit card out and put like $10,000. I was, again, like, it's like, how am I going to pay for this? I had some money tucked away, but I didn't have access to it. It was in a high savings account. So again, there's the light. Just do it. You know, the money will come. And and I'm kind of going, oh. And then just recently with the business I credited last week, I had to invest some money. And I'm like, this is rent. This is food. But I'm like, my my whole body was like, do it. (laughs) So it's like... You know, your head is like, you're crazy. And your heart is like, yes. And that's, mm-hmm. that's intuition for me. That's life. That's, you know, it's scary and it's vulnerable and you're taking a risk. But it's how we grow. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And growing and change is uncomfortable because we're shedding. Yeah. We're shedding yeah. that old layer. And if you aren't feeling uncomfortable, you are just staying where you are. And, you know, that's okay if that's where you want to be. But to keep expanding is to keep living, to keep experiencing. You know, we are always evolving and growing and we go through that awkward change, you know, and then we come out again and you just feel on top of the world and you go through it again, but you get more confident in the process and yeah. more more understanding and you actually start enjoying that process because you understand that yes this is change again and yes it feels really crap or whatever but yes this is what I want this is what I and then you come out the other side and you're like this is amazing how did I ever not think this was worth it you know what I mean it's extraordinary because this new partnership I've created um it's all about calling women into work with you and I've had so many women email me out of the blue for completely different reasons and I'm like, they're, they're the ones that are going to be in my team. I'm not going yeah. to start advertising it on Facebook. It's one of these things. If you want to be in it, you, you know, you'll come. And it's just yeah. really extraordinary, like, that with that process of attraction, with, with the manifestation and being a magnet. And I really believe that, you know, you can obviously magnetize what you do and don't want, but that's how a magnet works. So it's really coming from your energy. It's coming from, um, it's even kind of higher than your thought process. It's actually the energy you're setting up before you even thinking about the thoughts, but the thoughts have a massive impact as well. So the more we can, you know, let's say you want to earn 500 grand a year, then you need to be that woman who earns that money. You need to feel how she will feel. You, like when I wanted to manifest my partner, I would imagine myself in a relationship. I would imagine how, you know, I would even like hug my pillow at night and like pretend to say goodnight to them, you know, like you've got to be there. Yeah. Like I mean, really, but it's like, but this is what I really wanted. I'm not, and, and you know, the funniest thing is that I went on one date on Tinder and I met, met him. One date. Right? How cosmic is that? How insane yeah. is that? Right? That's awesome, yeah. And you just go, he's Finnish, I'm English, he went, had just gone through a divorce, like it was just so perfect. And it was just crazy, right? Like the universe was just like, there he is. And I was like, and I knew, you know, I'd waited, I'd written down the qualities I wanted. You know, it was like healthy, entrepreneurial, yogi, and kind. And he's just the epitome of all those things. <laughs> and he's totally gorgeous and all the other things too. And it's just... Like when I met him, like we, our, our, our first date was like therapy. We were just like pouring our heart out. And I was like, oh my goodness, I love this man. He's just so open. He's just, it was just the most amazing um, conversations. And yeah, it, it's so funny. And he's got a very strong spiritual practice. And I think we, we, 
we, we work so well on that level where we both really know how to self-care. And then, you know, we are together. We spend a lot of time working on our relationship. And our kids come last. Like, our kids are, they're, they're healthy, they're fed, they're cuddled. They thrive in an environment where we're in a good space. Yes, yeah. You know, so I put my son first and ultimately went through a divorce. And I think that's such a mindset shift. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, we want to, we love our children so much. So, of course, we want to give them everything. But if we give them everything, then they're not going to be resilient and they're not going to be independent and they're not going to be able to survive in this world. It's pretty horrible, really, mm-hmm. um, for a child to, to grow up in a world. I mean, we've moved now. Uh, we were in Sydney and, like, my kids, my son couldn't play on the street. He didn't really have many play dates. Everyone was just too busy. It was so expensive. Traffic, like, all of that. And now we literally live on a cul-de-sac Kids come over because we've got this amazing space. They come over every day after school. They're playing. My son got taken out yesterday for ice cream with one of the neighbours. It's just this amazing community. Mm. Like we had so many people in our house. And we've only been here six weeks for his party. All the neighbours came and we were just going, this is amazing. Like this is what we wanted so yeah. much. Uh-huh. And we fully manifested it. We wrote it down. We were like, this is, you know, cul-de-sac, school's 150 metres away, there's a swim club, there's, it's everything we wanted. It's, it's extraordinary. And we wanted this space where we could do yoga. And if you saw downstairs, it's all astroturfed, it's the most amazing space under the house. We fully it's manifested awesome. it. Yeah, it's so that's, awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And I guess too, you know, with our kids and just taking it back to putting ourselves first, like I'm such a big believer in doing that. And it's, really changing society's um, view isn't and that is massive because you're not a good mum unless you are doing everything for your child that is not right at all you completely lose yourself you lose your health you lose your mental health you lose your spiritual health you forget who you are and in doing so like you said you create a space of discontent and your children pick that up more so than if you are happy and giving them that time but allowing them to grow in a way too that um is natural and organic as well do you know what i mean like we're not monitoring them making them happy all the time children and people aren't meant to be happy all the time yeah is it you know what i mean we and we don't need to be responsible for their emotions all of the time either i think that's a really big thing too don't you reckon oh absolutely and look with you know, resilience and independence is so key uh, for, mm. for children. And I think we all have, like, my son still has big meltdowns. He's literally just turned eight. And we're kind of like, it's just who he is now. You know, he should have really grown out of them, but it's just who he is. Yeah. Oh, I'm really sorry. Can you hear the lawnmower? I'm so sorry. I'm going to put my headphones in. People in Brisbane like to mow their lawns, like, every day. It's really <laughs> crazy. So I'm, I'm, I hope that's a bit less uh, noisy for you. Yeah, um, awesome. but um, yeah, it, it's really interesting. And I think even if you, um, you know, say the wrong thing or, you know, in that moment of frustration and anger, you can repair it, go and have a cuddle and just say, you know, mummy, I, I would always say, look, mummy's mind got really cross. You know, it's not actually mummy. It's just, you know, we just make it up, have a cuddle, repair any, anything that can happen because kids just need that security, mm-hmm. you know, for them to, to, go off into the world and create great friendships and to make good decisions. They need somewhere to come back to where they feel really safe. So that's Mm -hmm. really your role as a parent is to give them the freedom to go off and make the mistakes and, 
you know, but they're allowed to come back. And my son throws massive tantrums for me, but he doesn't, he doesn't it for his father and he doesn't at school. And, you know, like they save it up for mummy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, uh-huh. oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm kind of like, oh man, not again. But then I'm like, I, I want him to talk to me. I want him to be a teenager talking to me. I want him to feel safe in that space. As much as it really does my head in and I'm like, oh, you know, I have yeah. no tolerance over techno tantrums. That's the one thing I have no tolerance over. So we pretty yeah. much have no iPad during the week. He's out mm-hmm. playing on the street and with the kids. Um, uh, they were, they, we were having massive techno tantrums in Sydney, right? Because he had nowhere to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we were relying on entertaining him. Um, and that, that was a real struggle for us. But we haven't had any since we've been here because we're like, it's just not available to you unless it's the weekend. And then, yeah. you know, like it's... It's, awesome. it's changing the changing the dynamics. I think yeah. um, is and support. I, I, I can't emphasize. My partner's with me all the time. We're parenting together, and I want to keep it that way. Like that's why I'm so determined to bring in income so that he can stay with me, and we can raise our kids together. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. so much more enjoyable for me to be able to go and work when I want. Yeah, for him to follow his dreams. Like that's what it should be like. We should yeah. be in a community where we can be together and, and still be able to monetize our gifts and passions. Like that's my dream for 2017 is to just bring in enough income that we can be together and we can raise our kids together and we can live the life we've always wanted. Oh, what you just, yeah. oh my, that's exactly like what I, I want to do in our family as well. Like we have yeah. an amazing main business, but you know, my husband, he wants to get more into, you know, propagating and doing stuff and we homeschool now. So it's, you know, if we can grow that business and get him less out of it and our ideal is for me to make a good income as well. So we can then have this amazing community of togetherness and then allow other people to learn that too. And, you know, you're doing that. You're helping women monetize their gifts as well. You're doing that and allowing them to feel confident in who they are and finding a way to do that, to create the life that they want. And we have that right. I think we get stuck in needing to do the nine to five. We go to school, they teach us that, you know, don't dream big. You just need to do what you need to do to get done and make money, blah, blah, blah. But we can do it in such a beautiful, connected way to create a life we want without feeling guilty, without feeling anything other than what it is that we want, isn't it? Like, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my son came back from school and I think he's got, he's got himself in a bit of trouble with a few things. And he's like, mommy, I don't fit in. I don't fit in. And I'm like, I don't want you to fit in. I want you to be different. I want you to be outside the box. You're going to be really successful if you don't fit in, darling. Yeah. You know, like it, it's like, it, it's that fine balance of, look, you, you know, he got in trouble because he was talking when they line up. I mean, such small things, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but it's like, I'm like, just follow the rules and do what you need to do. And then, you know, like, I want you to grow up and like, he's an entrepreneur. He's like me. He's really creative. He doesn't follow rules. He doesn't listen to anything that anyone says. <laughs> and it drives you mad, but I, I'm also like, that's amazing. I bet Richard Branson didn't listen to anyone and Steve Jobs and, you know, all these people who've just like revolutionized the world. I bet they didn't pay attention in school either because what does it do? It just teaches you to go and have an office job, which is yeah. soulless, like mm-hmm. so soulless. And, and it's really funny, like when we moved to Brizzy, like my partner got rejected from like five jobs and we were like, wow, that's really intense. And then I went out to seek this job, to seek a job. And um, it was a sales job and I was all like excited about it. And then I got rejected from it. And I was like, 
it's not meant to flow for us. We're not meant to be in corporate anymore. We're meant to be together, you know, like we want to kind of really inspire other families that they can do this too. And that's why I'm so excited about this new opportunity because I'm working with all these amazing spiritual mentors, coaches, authors, and healers. And they have this tribe of, of it's mostly women and, and mothers who are just bringing in um, wealth and health for their family. And I'm like, that for me just lights me up on so many levels. And I think we have to go with the, with the flow of what works for us. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, definitely. when opportunities come, um, and there is always opportunity. Every day there's opportunity. You can have a conversation with someone on the bus, you know. Like I met, mm-hmm. I went to my son's parents' evening the other night and I didn't even know it was on. I just had a feeling that I was meant to be somewhere. And then I kind of saw another mum and she was like, oh yeah, are you coming? And I'm like, of course, that's where I'm meant to be. And then I sat next to this other mum who I'd never met her. Turns out her daughter is new in the class too. So her son and my daughter, she's a psychologist. She really, really loves mindfulness. She wants to run retreats. I'm like, oh, I do that. And now we're having coffee next week. But I was so Amazing. meant to meet this woman. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This and is I how think it works. Yeah, yeah. When you get in, I think... For me, like last year, I felt in my business, I was pushing too hard. It was not working well. My balance of life was, you know, really out of whack. And then as I let that go, as I got allowed myself to be mentored and, you know, to really find my connection with myself and what it is I want and my passion. And then this year, like I'm like, it's just this big switch in me. Like I'm gratitude full of gratitude every single day. I can see the lessons in the things that aren't so good and so light. I can see those lessons, which I feel is very um, empowering as well. But Mm. I've opened myself up to so many opportunities and things that I never realised my life would be uh, you know, taking me towards, you know, it's, it's finding that fulfillment. And that too is the places is amazing. The women I'm meeting, you know, the opportunities to, for growth is um, unlimitless. It's limitless because when yeah. we choose to be in that mindset, um, we really do allow these things to come into us. And I guess that's, you know, all about manifesting, gratitude, all that kind of stuff. But it really is just really connecting first and foremost to yourself and yeah. really getting clarity on what it is that you want. Is it a feeling you want? You know, and that's where I really started connecting. It was a feeling, three, three feelings that I wanted because I was using the desire map. Um, and instead of having, you know, just, you know, plain goals, it's what's the feeling that I want, you know, and it was phenomenal and it really, um, made it more soulful for me, more connecting for me to actually, you know, see it that way. But, you know, the way we feel completely takes our whole life Mm, because we're radiating out feelings and emotions and sparks of energy all the time. So the more joy and love and gratitude, that's what we manifest into our lives, whether that comes through business opportunities or a new friend or finding your soul partner or whatever it may be. So, you know, it's not negative to be um, feeling angry or frustrated. It's all part of the human experience, but it's holding on to that and it's getting stuck in that cycle and it's not being able to, to rise above that. That's the real challenge because then you're just stuck in the spiral. And when I teach mindfulness, I say to my, to, you know, if I'm doing a workshop or an author talk, I'll say, you've got nine seconds before you can change that thought process. So you have one negative thought, you have another negative thought and you go down the rabbit hole. Right? We've all been there, happens every day, but you can fully change that. And I'm teaching this to my son at the moment because he's eight and he's starting to have negative thoughts. 
um, that he's converbalized now. And I'm like, you could, don't have to think those thoughts. You can change those thoughts. And they're not even real. They're just facts. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, they're not facts. They're just things that happen in our mind. They're not actually real. They're not actually who you are. It's actually quite comical sometimes to, to write down your thoughts. What am I actually thinking about? Because it's just a record player that just goes on and on. And it's just so ridiculous. And it, it comes from someone saying something to you in childhood or it's a past life issue or there's just many reasons why we may think the way we think. I'm so sorry about the lawnmowers. <laughs> I could just hear them outside and I'm like, oh no. I, I can't hear them. Can't hear I can't them. hear okay, them. Good. No. good. I'm, okay, good. And um, this is the thing, right? Life is full of distractions. Yes. There are always things that are going to pull away our attention. So it's actually a really good practice to be able to listen and focus and concentrate without kind of going down the rabbit hole. But you are fully in control of, of, of who you are and how you show up. You're not in control of Donald Trump getting elected or a hurricane or all the other things that happen. You're not in control of that. But you are in control of what you read on Facebook if you watch the news, how you interpret that information, that you are 100% in control of that. Yeah, definitely. That, it's, it's Sorry, you go. Yeah, well, well, I think people just don't realize that. And so they kind of live their life in, in a scarcity mindset. And, or, or, a, or they come from a sense, a place of lack. And so all they're doing is then attracting more lack, more fear. You know, they're not attracting abundance and joy because that's what they're magnetizing. You know, we, I mean, one of my best friends, I love her to death. I mean, she's, she's just fabulous. And she's, we're, we're, we've all turned 40 and she just still can't make it flow. You know, she's in a job that doesn't serve her. She's so creative, but she can't monetize that. And she, she just keeps attracting men that don't serve her. And it's like, she's so amazing, right? And I'm like, she's just in that cycle, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and I'm just magnetizing drama. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's, it's kind of funny, like- but it's like, hey, sort it out. <laughs> like, come on. It's not take. It's not taking responsibility for your environment, or and yeah. it's sort of staying in the victim role as well. But yeah. I, I go on and on about your environment. It's massive. It's what yeah. when you wake up in the morning and who you have around you is going to affect you straight away. If you allow that, you know, uh, where you live, what you have in your life, whether it's you know actual toxins that you're taking in and bad food, bad people, yeah. bad relationships, all that kind of stuff. And it is hard to change some of that but it's worth it and when you do like you know I've gone from a place of waking up you know full of anxiety and depression all that you know yucky stuff to now wake up I love every day I can't wait for every single day now and it was really epiphany like you know a couple weeks back I just went oh my God, I'm joyful every day. Like every day of the week, I'm in love with who I get to meet, what I get yeah. to do. And I chose that. And I did a lot of hard work to, to get there. It's not easy. It's a lot of self-development. It's a lot of letting go of relationships that don't work for you. Absolutely. You know, it's just this evolving process, but you get to make that choice because Absolutely. if you want a joyful life, you make those choices for you. Absolutely. I mean, I bought myself a gratitude diary um for christmas and i was really good i'd write in every day and then i sort of let it go for a month mm-hmm. and i was like okay so then we actually went to the botanical gardens um after my son's party on the sunday i was pretty tired and we just went and i just 
I love anything Japanese. I just love Zen gardens. I just find it so peaceful. So I just lay there and I just, what's really lovely about writing a gratitude, and it's just one line, but it's also a reminder of things that have brought you joy. Mm. Yeah, so I was rereading and it was things like my daughter, who's almost two, sitting there with her baby doll, reading a book to the baby doll in complete gibberish. Oh my goodness. Like the joy in that moment, right? So gorgeous. Or it was, you know, my little boy um, winning a swim race when he hasn't even made swim squad yet. Um, it was just, and it was not, not just the kids, it's also uh, conversations I'd had. I'd write down, had an amazing session today with blah, 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 and this is what I learned from that, and I'm so grateful for that interaction. So, it, so diarising it or keeping a journal or however it flows for you, then you've got this beautiful process of reflection because we miss so much. We, we miss the moment, we, we enjoy the moment and then the moment's gone. And so again, to cultivate more of that is to write it down, mm-hmm. you know, is to be in that space. And it's okay if life gets in the way because it does. But to, but to keep going back to the things that, that you love, like, like this beautiful mandala, my sister made that for me for my 40th. Like, I love it so much. You know, she's busy, she's working, she's got two young kids, her husband works away a lot, but she took the time to make that for me. It's absolutely beautiful. That's lovely. Like, how beautiful is that? And she loves crocheting, and that's really special, you know. Like, I really love the fact that she took the time. I'm not about expensive gifts anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, my ex-husband was very kind and bought me diamonds, and this is my engagement ring. It's a beautiful crystal. I was like, I can't wear diamonds anymore. It doesn't resonate with me, but this is a beautiful rose quartz crystal. It makes me feel so happy and it's love and it's compassion. And, you know, yes, it's enormous, but I love it, right? It's a crystal. It's a huge rock. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge rock. Yeah. So it's funny how things change, mm-hmm. you know, how, mm-hmm. how you're, um, yeah, I used to have beautiful clothes when I um, had, you know, was earning $100,000 a year. But now I don't, I don't necessarily have income that comes in for me to do that. But then I'm wearing this beautiful blouse it's made of silk and I picked it up from the neighbor, had a garage sale and it was like $2. It's beautiful, hand, silk, beautiful. She's like, I just don't wear it. I'm like, seriously. So, so it comes to you, you know? Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like you can still find beautiful things. And, op shop, and op shops. Absolutely, yeah, op shops or just in, you know, I, I do a lot of it like Contra. So it's like, yeah. I'll mentor someone and they give me their service. Yes. Like money, oh, yes. You know, money is obviously, we need money to pay for yes. rent and bills and food, but there's also so much more we can gift with yes. our time. And that for me, I really love that. Like we've had mm-hmm. au pairs live with us where we haven't paid them, but we've given them food and board and they're studying. And I love that exchange of energy. They give mm-hmm. us time to look, they look after the kids and that for us gives us time to be with each other. And yes. to do the things we love. And so I love that exchange of energy. It's beautiful. So it doesn't always have to be, yes, we want to honor ourselves and say, okay, I charge X, but the whole charging money for time is not a great business model anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's about moving away and creating like multiple income streams and passive income. So you can lie downstairs in your hammock with your daughter and be making money. Like that's where I want to go. <laughs> like, that's my, work smarter, not harder. That's right. That's wonderful. Amazing. Amazing stuff that you, thank you for sharing that too. And that we, yes, money is important, but there's so many other ways to um, give and return, give and receive, give yeah. and receive. Leona, you have just been gorgeous to talk to. I, lo- oh, I love it. So 
I, if you want to share some more of your programs that are available, um, your book, if you can read, you know, let us know your book, where we can find you on your website and your Facebook and Instagram, we would, I'd love for you to share that. Well, I actually just randomly have, this is, this is, it just happens to be here because I'm sending it, I'm sending it to someone who connected with me. She is an amazing, she's a Buddhist entrepreneur. And again, she just emailed me and was like, I just want to work with you. This is what happens, right? Anyway, so I'm sending her my book today. So this is Mother Om. Um, And you can buy that from motherom.com.au. I have my my main website is laennypercy.com. And I also have a podcast site as well. Um, But all you'll find everything on on laennypercy.com. You'll find the podcast. You'll find the links for the book. Um, you'll find links for my mentor program. It's all there, like laennypercy.com. And then my kids' yoga business is yogamamata.com. So that was the, um, so that's really where we go and teach in childcare and schools. And I'm still really passionate about that. I think all kids need, um, need to be taught these valuable life skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's a few ways to connect. Um, and the podcast on iTunes is Magnetic Mama with author Laini Percy. And there's some amazing conversations of beautiful women, uh, mothers who are really um, living their truth and they're managing and blending. I like the word blending, mm-hmm. balancing is a bit in motherhood and business. Perfect. Thank you so much. And I guess with wrapping up um, this beautiful conversation, um, you know, with mums who are just like, okay, I'm still in a bit of overwhelm. The one thing, the one biggest tip that you could give a mum right now who is feeling she's not coping, she's in the overwhelm, what is that one step that you suggest that she take? Oh, look, just breathe. I mean, the breath is so powerful. And we, we just forget that we have this amazing, amazing, uh, like the tool of calm is in our body. Don't have to buy anything. Don't have to go anywhere. You just have to learn how to breathe properly. So when your kid's having a tantrum, if you can pick them up and synchronize breath, that's going to calm both of you down. You can go into the bathroom, you can take 10 deep breaths. Like I've trained myself to close my eyes and just, I can reconnect to myself in one breath, just one breath gratitude of peace of calm and we you know we don't sleep well and we're so overstimulated and we're just breathing from our chest and if you i have a youtube channel as well actually and i have so many videos on there i have meditations i have teaching videos of how to connect through meditation and to use the breath it's just the most powerful tool and and it's with us all the time i mean i just love listening to my daughter sleeping next to me i love hearing her breathing you know it's a little heartbeat it's so beautiful and and I think that there's something very soothing um, about that. Um, so just learning how to breathe and being really mindful um, of our, our emotions. And if you need a break, I went to Bali for 10 days. My daughter didn't sleep for 16 months. I was like, I'm about to have a breakdown. You can look after the kids. And I just, I buggered off. Yes, perfect. Do it. Yep. It's like, mm-hmm. you're going to be a better mother. And my partner said it was the best holiday he ever had with his daughter. Oh, isn't that gorgeous? Oh, and, yeah, that's amazing. And it's yeah. getting out of that, that the mother is a sole parent. You know, the mother yeah. has to look after everyone. You are both yeah. in it together. If you want a family, you're in it together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think don't feel guilty about saying, I need time out. Go on a retreat. They're life-changing. Hang mm-hmm. out with your friends. Do whatever it is that you need, but don't be afraid to not put your hand up and ask for help. Mm-hmm. Mums just don't want to be open to receive. It's like we just, because this is years and years of shame and, you know, just we haven't been conditioned that way. So ask for help if you're struggling. Go get your 10 sessions on Medicare if you really need guidance. I've gone through therapy. It's fantastic. 
you know, it, it's so many amazing services here. And yeah, just tune in, check in, how are you feeling? Most of us have no idea how we're feeling. We're just on autopilot. So just call a friend. And if you're not feeling like I, I've interviewed amazing mums that had postnatal depression and they didn't even know, they just thought this is what motherhood was. Yeah. Oh. They actually went to the doctor and got medicated and they were like, wow, this is what life's meant to be. And then, you know, there's just a process of, of dealing with that. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's just not negative. It's just a chemical reaction in your brain. Yes. You know, and we all feel it. You know, some people just have it in, I guess, in a greater scale. And pregnancy and birth and motherhood is, is an absolute catalyst for sorrow for many of us. And mm-hmm. it's okay to say that I hate being a mum sometimes. Because yep. we all feel it, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. so okay to find your tribe and find your network. And I have a group on Facebook, Magnetic Mama Entrepreneurs. And we have, you know, hashtag Mama Meltdown. You know, it's like, uh-huh. yeah, you know, like it's okay um, to, to be in that space. Um, but it's also about finding joy. So whatever it is that, you, that brings you absolute heart-opening joy, just do it again and again and again. Thank you so much for being so honest. Thank you for being you and sharing. I think it's going to be, a, for what you've shared, I think it's going to be a catalyst for so many women to start seeking more. And I appreciate you doing this with me and, um, you know, bringing light again to so many more women. You just, you're a beautiful woman. You're an inspiration. And I really, I look forward to watching where this goes, you know what I mean? And seeing how I can even learn from you as well. Cause I think it's this constant learn share kind of yeah, thing. And yeah. I really appreciate it. So thank you so much, Leone, yeah, for your time. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks everyone for listening. And, um, we'll be, booking in a Q&A with Leonie and we'll put all the details in, um, in the information that comes with the, uh, the YouTube. Thank you. Bye.